Hey everyone, welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transformers from the beginning of the animated series with two old friends, these guys, coming at it from different perspectives. Together we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether there are real-world factors that crept into the writing or if the episode is typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan, I'm a lifelong fan, as you can see behind me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with all aspects of the franchise and the fandom for, for many years now. Well, Ed is familiar with Transformers, but it's really nothing he got into when he's younger. So uh, thanks so much for joining us. Ed, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I only like Dune. is the, the, the only thing that I like. You know, you're not well done in Robotech. In Robotech, uh, yeah, yeah well, true. yeah, I was actually just looking for a Robotech hoodie uh, a minute a minute ago. Um, yeah, I mean, speaking of Dune, so uh, the wife and I went on our first uh, anniversary up to um, it was a, it was actually such as Georgia. We're up like twenty eight hundred feet up on the side of the mountain, just uh, chilling in a cabin for a few days, and we go down to the uh, main store down there. We're like, okay, guys, what do we do? We we, we the cabin's cool. It's really nice and remote, but we want to do something while we're here. Like, well, I said, is there anything in such as? And like. Besides the store, which I kid you not, was called Such as Life, which that's is cute, beautiful. you know, whatever. That's brilliant. No, that's really yeah, good. It's great. It rolls off the tongue. It's fantastic. It's like this little, like, um, the mountain roads are like, you do this, like, constantly, and you come mm. around this bend, and it's just there. And it's got, like, an antique thing across the way. It's got, like, this place has, like, local artists make, uh, you know, uh, they weave, um, you know, they knit together things, and they make candles and jars and uh, jelly and jam and hot sauces. It's that kind of place. But the the uh, cabin, I can't say enough good things about it. If anyone wants a really good getaway in the uh, beginning of the uh, Appalachian Trail, such as Georgia, it's kind of it's about forty five minutes away from Helen, Georgia, but it's quieter. Mm-hmm. But that said, we uh, I had to learn how to say this too because I'm not local. So we uh, we went to Dahlonega. I, I kept saying Dahlonega, but it's Dahlonega. It, sure. it was apparently the the nation's first major gold rush. It's uh, in, in you know, the mountains of Georgia. So they kind of built this um, really charming, quaint, um, you know, downtown area. And, uh, you know, it, it, it reminds me, to give you an, an idea, a fair hope, but less beachy art and more like mountain living kind of art. There's like, there's like a deadhead store there. There's uh, there's like, oh, no. yeah, well, it was actually really cool. Uh, just a hippie store. There was, uh, I mean, there was... Is a restaurant called Shenanigans, which every time I pass by, I can think of that line for Super Troopers. What do you mean Shenanigans? Um, and well, wasn't, like, wasn't that the, the restaurant in the movie Waiting? Wasn't that what it was called? It might have been. It was. It was. It was that, uh, that place has all the Irish stuff on the wall. Oh, you mean Shenanigans? The uh, so that was, that was cool. The whole place was charming. A little general store with you know kind of um, stuff that I guess it's there for touristy stuff because it is a little tourist you know trek on the way. To really, you're kind of close to the border of Tennessee. But, so we, we found, though, something we like to do is go through these antique malls and just find weird stuff. Like she found these really cool turn of the, well, turn of the 20th century uh, postcards from uh, that one had um, Mount St. Helens before it blew up and someone's letter to someone else about hiking it. Oh, that's cool. And there's another one with a uh, Crown Vista uh, lookout point over uh, Columbia Valley and River Gorge. So that kind of stuff. But, dude, that's really questionable things in there, too. There was there's there's one booth. You walk in there and it's all the um Confederacy apologist stuff all around. Like the Lincoln conspiracy and, oh. and all different things with like really, really, really but it's the Appalachian Trail. So I kind of expected that. 
Well, you're you're in the South, also is the thing. Well, like, no matter where you go in the South, you're going to find that kind of stuff. But uh, it's like an Uber version of the South, because like yeah. Pensacola area, you don't really get that that much. I, I disagree. I disagree. In my travels, mm-hmm. I I spend a lot of time at flea markets, antique stores, and I have seen tons and tons and tons of that kind of stuff. I I as I've said before, also my um, growing up, my dad was an antique dealer, yeah. and uh, we every weekend we went to auctions. Flea markets, yard sales, um, antique malls—you name it. We went. We went to these places, and I saw since I was a kid. Since I was like six, I, I saw tons of this stuff, and it's it's all over. And it's not it's not going. It, I, I hate to say it, it's not going anywhere. It's a uh, it's pretty rough. Um, yeah, I mean, I gotta say the the worst thing we found. Um, first of all, a uh, late nineteen late nineteen thirties German railway book. So you kind of think of what the 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 uh, Nazis use the railways for. Mm-hmm. Not, not a really good look but yeah it was no, all no, no, very like yeah well then again you got to remember that um helen which is not far away is like like austrian themed um little town yeah yeah that's a cool little place actually it that's, is uh, it's a really nice place i've yeah, always wanted to go there young. It, yeah but <laughs> and i yeah you know, that the dune reminded me because i found like the uh the old dune you know uh board game that you're like yeah that's the bad one but still yeah, i had the the old like star trek uh the original series uh i think the the motion picture board game Milton Bradley all kinds of cool stuff like that but the same booth that had all those board games had and I kid you not probably three or four in in plastic all sealed up that were going for about 495 bucks a piece the time magazines with Adolf Hitler man of the year on it oh the man of the year oh wow yeah uh, that was that was I've never seen that person huh they had multiple of those yeah they had like three or four copies yeah man five hundred dollars a piece I'm like yeah you know what even if I had that money, I, I couldn't make myself in like, you know, Alice is like, it's cool. It's history. I'm like, yeah, but I can't, I can't, I don't want anyone to see me buying that. <laughs> you know? It's no, like, no. And not unless you were just going to like shred it like on the spot or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, that was just one of those really weird things. Weird, I've never seen something like that in an NC mall. That was a new one for me. And you know, no, no transformers, unfortunately. Yeah. I looked. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Anything no good. like really weird stands out for you that you've, you've seen in these places? Oh, uh, you know, um, I have a really bad problem with uh, making decisions. If I'm ever confronted with more than one thing that I, that I want, I either want all of it or I'm not going to get any of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, 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 and I hate it. And I've, I've tried to come to terms with it. I just can't. Um, but years ago, I, I was um, at uh, at a flea market, and I, I generally always find cool, you know, weird and cool stuff at flea markets on on some level. Mm-hmm. But um, once uh, at the one that I'll, I like to go to in town, there's um, it, it's like a big square, but in the middle, there's like a like a kind of a, a like a through line. But then there's like this little orphan like row where um, it's it's kind of it's always like a dead like a dead spot. But every now and then I'll find like cool records out there or something like that or, or comics or something like that. Um, one time I went there, and it was dead. There was like three people. And this is this is like 30 booths in this one little spot. But there's like one dude there. And he's uh, on his booth. He has just two shoe boxes mm-hmm. on his on his booth, and I'm like, "Oh, I wonder what's in there." And uh, I go up to it, and I look in one, and it is full of Garbage Pail Kids cards, which wow. I, which I've said before that I love. I have a huge collection of, and I love Garbage Pail Kids. Um, I was like, "Oh my god, Garbage Pail Kids!" And uh, and I was like, "Man, I don't know." And uh, that's pretty cool. And I didn't want to get, I didn't want to, you know, show my hand because you know you gotta you gotta have a poker face at, at the flea market um, when you're dealing with cool stuff. But I was like, "Well, what's in the other one?" And in the other one, 
was it was jam full of muscle figures. Do you remember these things? Oh my god, really? Those little those little oh, yeah. uh, uh, little pink wrestler guys or or whatever the, the little Japanese guys. Um, yeah. which those two things together just completely defined 1987 to 1989 for me as a kid. And like, those were my favorite things. I had stopped playing with action figures at that point, And all I did was collect garbage pill kids, play with muscles, watch wrestling and read comic books, mm-hmm. um, and, and play Marvel superheroes and dungeons and dragons. That, but actually, uh, those are the best things. So they, they combine, uh, little figures and wrestling. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, and I was just, I was so, you know, I was like, Oh my God, I'm like, <laughs> I was like, well, how much do you want for these things, dude? And he's like, uh, 25 bucks each. And I, I had about $25 on me at the time. And I was, uh, I was Wait, like, I was like for each figure for each box. Oh, each box. Yeah. And I was like, and, and this isn't like the early 2000s. So this was, you know, this was before that stuff was, you know, was worth money. So yeah. that was probably like a fair market value for those things. But I, yeah. but I wanted both of them. I was like, I want all of this. Like, like I want every bit of it. And, uh, he was like, I was like, well, you take 25 for both. And he's like, I, he's like, I can do like 40 for both. And I was like, I don't have, I have $25 on me, dude. And he's just like, nah, I mean, he's like, I can't do it. And I'm like, I get it. And he's like, but I mean, pick one or the other. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I cannot. My brain will not let me do it. I can't do it. And to this day, I, I regret not picking one or either one of those things. <laughs> it was the what if you got, they got away from you. Yeah, I, I, mean, I yeah, I hate it because like, there's no telling what you know what. I mean, financially buying the garbage pill kids would have been the better move because those are worth more now. But um, yeah, I, I don't see muscle figures for sale a whole lot anymore. So um, yeah, I don't either. I, I see them in like junk lots, pretty much. Uh, the, then again, I mean, honestly, look, I I used to say that I'm I'm buying you know these are buying these transformers that'll be worth something one day. I'm not gonna unless I have extras and things I just don't like. I'm not gonna usually sell them. Like I have sold some things off that I just don't. Some things I regret selling off, but just generally not going to. So, I mean, you know, that reminds me, though, about a place in town here. I'm not going to name the name of the place because maybe for some weird reason, the guy listens or something. Um, or maybe someone who listens knows of it. I, I, I was like, okay, is there not really a place in town that has, you know, secondhand stuff? You know, we've already talked about the woes of this area with gaming stuff. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, you know, I'm like, well... This guy, a guy told me at one of my accounts, like, you got to go check this guy out. He's he's kind of hard to find. This is like a little warehouse strip thing behind a convenience store, kind of bought by a Walmart. So, dude, one day I had a little extra time. I went back there. I looked. And I'm like, okay, this guy supposedly has some cool, really cool stuff in there. I walk in. At the beginning, it's like, I don't know, it's like it's like a half of a walk-in closet room with a doorway leading off. And he's got like this metal shelves, like you know, floor to ceiling with like new retail stuff. I'm like, Starts hitting me like this guy goes and hits all these like the Walmart stuff, takes all the stuff, you know, he's and buy and resells it for five dollars more. And that's why you can't buy anything. I hate that. It's basically a scalper, but with, you know, uh, a storefront. With a storefront. Right. Right. And I look around and I'm like, like, and the guy who told me to go in there happened to be in there at the same time. He's like, oh, you finally made it. Like, yeah, man, just look it around. And like the owner comes out. He looks like <laughs> you're you, you've seen the uh, the really bad um, Island Dr. Moreau. Yes. With, uh, yeah. Um. I've got the older guy. I, I play Doctor Moreau. Um. Um. That name. was Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. Thank you, God. I, I want to say Dustin Hoffman. I knew that wasn't right. It's Marlon Brando. Yeah. Yeah. No, he comes out with that that rag over his head, you know. And oh no, he came out with that. Stuff. He had a rag over his head. Yeah, like a like this rag hat thing over his head. He was like trying to, I, I guess, to stay cool or something in the jungle. I don't know. What? It was a weird set. Look, it wasn't more of a towel thing. I don't know. Anyways. What? So, 
Okay. okay well, I may be wrong. Maybe some great fashion thing they wear in on the island, Dr. Moreau. I don't know. No, oh, oh, I thought you meant the owner was, I thought you meant the owner of the store was wearing this thing. Yes. Oh, That's he was wearing one? He was like wearing all white clothes in like this, this weird rag thing over his head, like Marlon Brando in the island, Dr. Moreau. Like, Did he go to a Korean funeral? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Man. It looked like he was sweaty wears. I go in there and I'm like, I go, this is so weird. Yeah, so I go in there and the, the guy's like, um, he's like, oh yeah, you, you like Transformers? I'm like, do I've been collecting Transformers for, for over thirty years. Yeah, I like them. I know a lot about them and kind of see what we have here. I was like, well, you can see what we have, man. I've got pre-orders going out for the next year, which I know is a lie because I see how pre-orders go out in like three months at most. So mm-hmm. he starts starts big time in me, man. And I go in the other room. He's got old Star Wars, like he's got a Tie Fighter box up there. He's got all kinds oh, cool. of old stuff. Mm-hmm. No prices on any of it, by the way, which is a big oh no 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 that's uh, yeah, yeah that's I, I would just walk at that point. Well, I don't I, I don't like that at all. No, I don't like that at all. So I start walking around and I see he's got some like he's got you know miniature paints and he's got he's got dice and stuff hanging on the on the on the on the other this other room which has his like desk and stuff in there. And I'm like, uh, so man, um, you know, it just does you kind of see what we have here. Uh, you know, I've been. You've been collecting for years. Like, yeah, I just, you should see the stuff I got in. And he starts talking. He goes like, yeah, it's been so busy here. I'm going to have to knock out this wall and open the store up to a bigger store. I'm like, yeah. Cool. It looked like a very nice flea market booth. Now, nothing against flea market booths. But TNW flea market, if it was a nice setup, kind of how it looked. And, you know, when they don't have prices, it just, man, that hits the red flag. I'm like, all right, buddy, I'm uh, going to talk to my wife. I'll see you later. I left out of there. And I was like, what the hell, man? (laughs) <laughs> this is the only guy in town who does this stuff and uh you know I, I i'm like i can't go buy stuff i used to but every so often i'll see a deal like you know like ross yeah. has something for like cheap online so i'll go check it out and they don't have anything it's because this guy's got it all in store he goes and cleans it all out and takes it and it makes me so flipping mad yeah it makes things you know that, that's that's just kind of stuff you hate seeing in your flea markets but that's how these guys make money because you know they don't want to do anything else but go rob stores and like charge you a premium for the same thing you could have gotten there for cheap I, well, yeah. I mean, the, and the thing that bums me out about flea markets lately, in addition to that, is um, but lately it seems like a lot of them uh, just end up being people buying just trash, like like junk from like these like resellers or you know like like wholesalers or something like that, and then yeah. they just have like boxes of like new stuff, and I, I don't want that. It's like you just like going to Walmart or something. I don't uh, like yeah, hundred percent. Like I don't, you, want like I don't want Chinese knockoff things, you know. Which yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, no. There's there's a guy at our flea market here that um, you know, years ago when I remember seeing him up there, he always he would have a booth and he had a few boxes of like cheap like plastic swords or something like that. You know, like 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 super cheap toys, like stuff you get from like like uh, you know, like party favor types, like that type stuff, or like like crappy, like really bad uh, like airsoft guns that that don't even shoot like real airsoft things or whatever. So. But like, you know, after a few months, you know, you go back and he was like, oh, he's got like more stuff and now more. And now he has like the booth next to him and that's full of boxes. Mm-hmm. And then like after a few years, like this dude has like an empire, like he has like an entire like row of, of booths. It's just like sectioned off and it's just like boxes and boxes and boxes of um of like nightclubs uh dog leashes uh, <laughs> uh yeah. bad, but my son loves that he eats this stuff up he's like dad they have this gun it 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 has lights on it and it's only ten dollars i'm like 
like nothing's gonna work it's gonna make the worst sounds on the face of the earth it's gonna work for like a day and then he's yeah. then he's gonna be angry about it and i'm like i, I don't i don't like dealing with, i don't like dealing with that guy but so hey did you get it but did you get any good jellies or jams from those local vendors while you were i there? got a little concord uh jelly and i haven't opened it yet it's just one of those things where you buy and like okay this is my thing it's got the label on it such as life you know concord jam yeah, un- unfortunately, you know, it's, it's not really made from the, the stuff around there. I, I kind of wanted to find things that are made or lo- they're locally grown locally, but wasn't a whole lot of that. But uh, man, are I, you um, a are you a jelly jam preserve or more marmalade guy? What's your favorite? What's your what's your spreading? Your spread preserves and mar- I love marmalade, dude. I love marmalade. Yeah, love it. I like the little orange bits in there. Oh, okay. dude, love. I like the little bitterness in it. Yeah, no, okay. yeah. no, no marmalade is good. I'm I'm a jam guy. Jam is jam. Do love jam too. The jam is my, is the top to me. I don't like preserves. Preserves are the are the are the lowest form of uh, spreadable really? fruit. Why why yeah. the lowest form? What's that? Why the lowest form? I don't like the big chunks of um of um, of stray uh, fruit in there. I like um. I'm gonna make a guess. Also, you don't like pulping orange juice. I, I'm you know I I, I kind of go back and forth with pulping orange juice. Oh, to be honest, okay. I don't like orange juice. The, the older I get, the more every time I try to drink orange juice, I just don't like it. It, it makes me feel gross. I don't, I don't care for it. So, <laughs> well, that's so called getting older. I get acid reflux and anything, anything I eat or drink too. So that doesn't help either. I don't like it. You know what doesn't make me feel gross though is Doug Booth. He's back, works, man. Dougie he's Booth. Back. He's back. We've talked a whole lot about Doug Booth. And yeah. um, and I'm not going to, I'm not, look, look, this this dude has gotten every bit of of respect and admiration that he deserves from me. And, and I just don't even need to talk about him anymore. Unless I uncover like that he has like a garage rock band with like Flint Dilly <laughs> where they're doing like, like Ramones covers or something like that. If I find oh, that uh, out, Flint Dilly's not that cool. We're going to cover that. He might be, he, I don't know. He might play D and D with him or something. Um, I, I wouldn't doubt that, but he probably plays a really bad house rules version that is like all, all Mary Sue. I can't do that. So but, uh, we talked a lot about him, but we haven't talked about Ford Kinder and a lady named Ann Bryant, though. No, man, talk to me. Let's do you know that. who you know who these people are? I f- I feel like no, I feel like I've heard it, but I don't know anything about this. For okay, Ford Kinder and uh, Ann Bryant uh, composed to perform the theme song for Trans for Transformers. Um, but the they also season. did what's that? Second season or the original one? I think they did both. Okay, uh, but they also did uh, theme for GI Joe, and they also did the theme for and all the all the show music for Jim and the Holograms. <laughs> out, out to Jim Girls, my favorite Jim and the Holograms podcast. Who are actually do they're doing a side trek right now into the show Charmed. You ever watch Charmed? Oh, a little bit, yeah. I've never seen Charmed. I, yeah, I don't know anything about it. But back back in the day when every nerd on the face of the earth loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone would be like, oh, you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And they, oh, dude, you, you gotta watch Charmed. No. Like, ah, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's for me, dude. I, I don't think this is quite the same lane that that I'm that I'm in with uh, with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Well, let me ask you this, man. Do you like 90s teen soap operas? 90s teen soap operas? Yeah, you know, I, mean, like I like, the, uh, I like Beverly Hills. I like Noah, but I like uh, Beverly Hills 90210. I think you might like it. It's termed, you know. I don't know. I, I personally just like have, having Rose McGowan and and Alyssa Milano, and you know, I was I was good with that. Who else was in that? Wasn't there was like a third uh, woman? Um, she, the woman from I don't know. I can't remember her name. I I recognize her face, and I, I, there's also the guy who played um Doctor Doom in the um in the bad Fantastic Four movie. Um, he also was on Nip Tuck. He was on Nip Tuck. Yeah, he was the yeah. he was the, uh, the the mean doctor on Nip. Yeah, on he Nip was Tuck. like a demon or something in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's it was it got into 
like just like supernatural gotten angels and demons a lot and it's just like man just just do three witches doing stuff that's you know man supernatural is uh possibly the most overrated show i've ever seen in my life we we like, we watched i watched it to the end um because i got into it kind of late there's a lot of stuff that's that, too much that's too many episodes of the tv show you may as well is, watch one piece is. if you're gonna watch that dude that, that's something i always wanted to watch also and i just i couldn't keep going dude, there's uh, 1100 episodes of that show and it's still going no i it's know <laughs> but uh i mean if i was gonna watch a lot of episodes of something i'd watch season two of transformers the uh, episode <laughs> it just keeps going and going and going Dude, so we're actually almost to a to a watermark here we're getting uh this this and then uh day of the machines which is another big um episode i certainly hope so we started this yeah. one out with uh we have a little task force here we got beachcomber this is cool though this is cool because we, we haven't really hung out with beachcomber a whole lot oh, I'm, man, really, I'm kind of excited to see Beachcomber. he's, he's like a beatnik deadhead I, I love this dude i, I want to see more i want to see more of him uh, this is cool. oh, you will too He's hanging out with uh, Bumblebee and uh, Hound oh, here, yeah. but they, they're also hanging out with uh, with Spike and some dude. Park Ranger A. A park, a park Ranger. Um, we'll get which, to his name in a little bit, though, because no. they reveal the name in a little bit. But You know, uh, like um, Allison Mine's uh, education, I, I like seeing the Park Ranger stuff of this. I like seeing the environmental part of this. It's kind of cool. So I, I really dug that. Sure. Uh, so <laughs> they find like some trees have been eaten by something giant or whatever, and like just like chunks taken out of them. And like, why don't you just if something's gonna eat, just eat the whole thing? You know, like don't don't just like you, you don't take a cookie and eat like two bites of it, and throw it away, and pick up another cookie and eat two bites of it and throw it away, or you know you don't eat like but you don't like eat like two bites of a slice of pizza and then get another slice of pizza. You know, okay, like, I, I will counter this though because uh, soon after they discover all this stuff, uh, we cut to the uh, insecticons in their little lair, and Bombshell makes like a Chinese food joke. He's like, "Oh, the problem about pines is uh, you're hungry later, or you need more energy later." So they eat all the pine needles. Which, by the way, um, if anyone's ever curious, um, you can actually subsist on pine needles. They are full of vitamin C. They're full of other. You can boil them down. You can you know eat them as a uh, as a like a last resort meal. Probably not the best tasting meal, but they're not they're not they're not poisonous. So look, have you done this? Uh, actually, have you, have I know this from education. Um, you know, yes, you can oh, make okay. a tea with them. Actually, um, they're not. That doesn't sound very good at all. It's very bitter, but uh, so yeah, uh, they, they the, all the insecticons we find out have eaten all of the pine needles and like chunks of the tree, and they're making like Chinese food jokes about how they like oh you have a problem with it later. I'm so hungry again later. I'm real happy to see these guys back because I, I don't feel like these guys get uh, make their way into the show enough, and I was real happy to see this. But I think something that, that made its way into the show again that I that I'm tired of at this point though are you know those bumpers where they do like the symbol and it switches you know to to whoever whichever side you know you we're gonna deal with you know like it's you know if it ends on the Autobot side then we're gonna see some Autobots or whatever, and they do that that little clip of music or that but. I'm really tired of that thing. But right here, they, they did it just to flash back. They did, they, they flashed back to the park ranger for like literally like a two second piece of, of dialogue. Mm -hmm. And giant wood eating robot insects. I can't believe it. And then they, it goes back. Like, like, why did you, like, why didn't you just integrate that into another scene? Why do you get to put that stupid bumper in there again? They do this a lot in this episode, by the way. There's a lot of flip-flopping with the bumper. And I'm tired of it. I don't like it. Uh, and because that, the, the sound of that, the, the, that thing is louder than everything else in the show. 
which by the way, when uh, before I uh, I got the like the, the premium Zoom thing, we do our episode in two parts. That was right in the middle, and that was right. so loud. And it was always <laughs> loud. It was so, it loud. Was so loud. It's not and, like me, man. And I always do like a yeah, exactly, and I always do like a listen through of the show, like once once we post it, and it's always like when I'm driving to work, mm-hmm. and like it, it would always be like I have about a twenty minute drive to work, and I go over a giant bridge. And it's always like halfway through the bridge where it, dun, it like blasts out of my speakers. I'm like, oh, you know, luckily it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Is it never put that in the show again? Uh, I'm, I'm banning that from the show. Dude, if I can help it, then I never will again. I, I mean, that that to me used to be like my ringtone and like my like alert. You know, you'd have alerts. Oh, I know. I remember that. No. Yeah, you do, actually. Uh, so so they, they do the unthinkable for uh, uh, preservation and, and restoration. They go to the Redwoods. Dude. It's like a national tragedy. They're taking out the redwoods now. Mm-hmm. We've and gone to the forest moon of indoor. Yeah, pretty much. That's what it looks like. Which that's, that's where they filmed. That's where they filmed the indoor. Yeah, scene. that's why the trees are so flipping big there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, they had. There's this other park rangers look at the tower. He's like, "There's says there's giant figments eating the trees." This is uh, Sam Elliott. We got Sam Elliott up in the uh, the tower there. Yeah, pretty much, but, yeah. But the thing is, that he's voiced by a, a a very young man here, and it's very bizarre because he's got like a like a big like gray mustache. But then it's like a young <laughs> dude doing his voice, and it's like, no, nah, this isn't work. This isn't working. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, cool would have been the head of guy. Like, well, there's a giant figments out there in the trees. <laughs> right. What? <laughs> Virgil. <laughs> It would have been, it would have been yeah exactly that would have been great. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we, they, they reveal these guys' names. These guys' names are Jeff and Mike. So okay, like in the eighties, two thirds of males were named either Jeff or Jason. Um, so man, they, they, they picked the two most boring names on the face of the earth, mm-hmm. and their last names are probably something equally as boring and white bread, like Patterson. Williams. Or Williams Jones or Smith, or just hyphenate it into like Smith Jones or something like that. Like <laughs> these, guys, these guys are the most like like bland dudes on earth, and uh, and I'm not a fan. Like I like the Sam Elliott guy, okay, but the, these guys yeah. have to. These guys have. We need. Can we get some diversity in here? That's what I'm saying. By the way, I got to tell you uh, real quick. I got to interject here in this episode. So, you know, some in the other room here, I have other other figures and stuff behind me. Exo Squad stuff over here. I've got tons of you know, Beast Wars, like old stuff. The shrapnel still holds up really nicely. They're they, the old insecticons. They um they have a they're like a certain weight to them. They're like metal bodies and stuff. But the 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 chrome and everything they hold it really well. They they're really cool figures still. They don't do a lot because they're they're figures from the uh, you know the early late seventies. But I mean yeah they they they're really cool. I got I got to just throw that in there real quick. But uh, I was trying to find the other two. They're out there somewhere. But yeah, I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> The Sam Elliott gets in his uh, his Jeep, which is a cool like it looks like an old uh, you know you know Vietnam or Korean War era Jeep. And it looks like a hound with a with a with a, a top. It kind of does actually. It's probably and the he same crashes in the hound. Later on, he crashes in the hound at some point. And I'm like, I don't know which one is which. Which one is which? I don't remember which one. Which guy is? Uh, yeah. So yeah, he crashes in the bumblebee actually. Um, so you know, anyways, he's like, you gotta get out of here. There's, there's giant bugs, you know, and uh, so. You know, instead of cons start fighting, you know, and like is I think it was like Bumblebee or something said, like, yeah, one's got a grenade launcher. And like on cue, Shrapnel's like, 
it's throwing, yeah throwing grenades so dude we're at this point in this episode um mm-hmm. like we're like four minutes into this and i can already tell this is going to be a filler episode because like we don't we don't have any heavy hitters from the autobots here we have like uh, bumblebee but i'm like man i know what's going on here like at least it's not as bad as um when uh we had those two geeks from that one episode we don't talk about that anymore I'm done with those guys. Um, but uh, you know, I, I will say that uh, this what's cool that the Insecticons, like one of them sounds like, like he's from like a black metal band. And I think I've said that before and that's cool. Oh, yeah. uh, I like that guy. Um, one of them sounds like an evil hobbit. And I, I like that guy's voice too. I don't know which one. I don't know who <laughs> who, but Dude, just, that's, that's pretty vague. I mean, those, those guys, <laughs> I love their, um, there, there's a great, um, there's a great part of, um, you know, they 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 speak um they speak basically double. They they say things and they say it twice. There's a great um you know subtitle in this later on, which is fantastic. I'll uh, we'll get to that when we get to that, uh, which captures from their double speak. It it was a little a little off putting, but anyways, there's a lot of great subtitle scripts in this. And uh, I, I couldn't even get them to work. And uh, and, and I'll go ahead and be real with you here is that I was running a uh, a dehumidifier in my office because I had a, mm. I had a water leak and uh, so I'm, I'm drying my office out right now. And uh, I couldn't hear like like probably a third of the dialogue anyway. So I'm, I'm oh, basically terrible. I'm just kind of reviewing what I saw on, on the screen at this okay, point. Okay, that's fair. But uh, I'll, I'll it's, say it's, um, probably, it's probably equally as good as it would have been. So, <laughs> so um, Sam Elliott, it, which it sucks because Dougie Booth is one of our favorite guys. I know, I know. That's the, yeah. That's um, so yeah, the, Sam Elliott drives and uh, crashes into this tree stump where uh, I think it's shrapnel is there, and he's like, and he's like, "Geez, human drivers!" Once again, we're going to like drivers. real world factors here. Real world, yeah, human drivers, right? Yeah, that's, so, that's 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 you know that's uh, relevant now with uh, yes, all these Dude, terrible self driving cars. We have. I will tell you, I live in a college town. It's awful. I thought Pensacola was bad. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Anyways, um, that's a whole other rant, man. I'm not even going into that. <laughs> so, so they, uh, they, 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 uh, they have a big fight and they toss these guys over a waterfall. Yeah. Well, actually, no, that's like, like yeah, uh, Megatron shows up with uh, you know, Soundwave and the Seekers and stuff. And he's like, the Insecticons have done well. But the subtitle says the Septicons have done well, like Septic. Like they're, they're, oh, they're the Septicons. They're, they're oh, that's trash, cool. man. The Septicons have done well. Well, that, that, I mean, that kind of goes in with his general attitude about them. So, yeah. Uh, you're not wrong, fine. actually. Um, um, so yeah, he, he kind of he shows up and um, they, they, they they actually no, he rolls he, he they they uh, they the three insecticons get by this downed redwood and kick back, living up to his name, kicks this uh, this oh, redwood yeah. tumbles down this hill and they're they're running they're running through the river they hit the waterfall and if anyone knows who's there, Hound is there. You see the little like shelf down below the waterfall. You know they're gonna jump down there. He's gonna make it look like they they, they, oh, they, yeah. they telegraph yeah. that. Completely. So you know, yes, they. Uh, it looks like they've all perished, but uh, they're down there or hanging out, and um, you know, so Megatron's like, "Hey, look, we're gonna we're we're gonna get you guys a really big snack at the Nova Power, um, uh, I guess Power Station, Power Station, or whatever it was called." Yeah. What so, is Nova Power? Oh, oh uh, who knows, dude? Like, what's Iron? What's Iron Mountain? They talk about that okay. Iron Mountain. I can tell you this. This is actually perfect. Yeah, that we, we just went to Dahlonega. Yeah, Dahlonega. Uh, there is an Iron Mountain Park in Dahlonega. Okay. But it actually makes sense. This whole area was the Iron Belt. That's why you that's why the Auburn Alabama game is called the Iron Bowl. You should be playing oh, yeah. in Birmingham. This is uh this is the Iron Belt. So there's Iron Mountain over like three hours away from me over in uh in Georgia. 
So uh, yeah, yeah actually, this, this, this is in know. California. This, this this show's in California though, well, obviously because they're the Redwood Forest. Maybe it's in Idaho. You don't know. I, I, it's right. They're in Redwoods in Georgia, but but they, they fly, man. Like they could. They there's could, a lot of there's a lot of flying. There's a lot okay. of flying. So but like okay, so we get the dumb bumper again, and we go back to the arc, and uh, like Optimus Prime already knows what's going on. He already knows the whole plot. Like he's read yeah. the script. Like yeah, did Bumblebee contact him? I don't know, man. They they, know. They, they 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 just leave a lot out of the middle in this one. Yeah, it was just like he was like, oh, the Insecticons, the Insecticons are going to go eat energy at this uh, power plant. Yeah. We got to go stop them. Like, yeah, like he had, someone leaked him the script. He found it online. He found it on uh, you know Napster, downloaded it and read it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, there's it's great the, the thing where because um, Megatron is just using the Insecticons. They they all know it. <laughs> all the Insecticons know it, and. Uh, <laughs> And like so he's telling about this Nova power station, and he's like, "Your choice of advertisers is impeccable, Megatron." But the um, subtitles say, "Your choice of advertisers." Is I, I saw. Impeccable. I did see that. I did see yeah. that, and I and I didn't hear what he said, and I was like, and I couldn't. I was like, uh, like I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna imagine that he yeah. said that. He's he's all about the Applebee's uh, appetizers menu. So um, I mean, I do love some apps. Yeah, um, apps are great. But- Dude, so they get to this power plant. Yes. Oh my God. Dude, we have the G.I. Joe C team hanging out here. We've got, I we've got I was gonna say the same thing. We've got these like generic grunt dudes with sunglasses, and they've already got their helmets on. Like because they just walk around the base with their with their helmets on. Yeah. Um, dude, they've got the like the AH1 or the, the Dragonfly helicopter mm-hmm. knockoff, the Huey Cobra knockoffs, mm-hmm. and they're wipes because they're mooks, obviously, and they don't want to color, they don't want to give them a color scheme. Dude, <laughs> Oh, I'm so Did excited about the, this, dude! I love see the bullets they shot. They're like these little, like round, like power pellet things. Yeah, dude, this it looks like something off of an Atari game. Dude, this is great. This is great. But then it dawned on me that I was like, wait a minute, they're attacking a, a power plant. Why? Are, why is there like an armed arm? Why is the army there? I think they're getting hip to all this Decepticon stuff. I, I think they must, the, uh, they must be because you know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, there's not a, there's a power plant not far from where I live, and I've been by there, and I've never seen like an attack helicopter hanging out outside okay that is the charlie christ uh power plant you know that there's actually like you know helicopters in there well you gotta well yeah you saw uh, this guy showing up flying in there you pull your helicopters out too we're going after him charlie christ power plant is a go the santa's gotta have some tanks in the the, (laughs) gulf power um god don't get started Soundwave is up his game here and he's ejects two bird tapes at the same time this is really cool Bus he's got laser beak and he's got uh I don't know this other guy's name. Bussall. Bussall. Bussall actually yellow. is the one that came with him. It was the golden one. Laser um, beak's the red one. Uh, he would came separately. You can buy him with a two-pack with I think like um like frenzy. Yeah, I think it was frenzy. Anyways, um yeah, because yeah, and I know that only, I only know that because I know that Rumble and Ravage came together. Remember the R's came yes. together. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue and the blue and the black. Yep. Mm. So uh yeah, so that is Buzz Saw and his laser beak, which is cool because he doesn't even take any prompting. Man, he's like eject, they're out, and yeah. um, already going in their condor ways. And you know, honestly, they take out the helicopters pretty quickly, but the Autobots show up and they're 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 doing this whole fight. And I was really kind of I couldn't understand why he had Ironhide and Wheeljack climbing up the towers. Oh, dude, oh, hang on, before <laughs> there's a part before that where where they go. Those choppers are in trouble, dude. These choppers are literally on fire and plummeting <laughs> towards the ground. 
like you think you think they're in trouble a little <laughs> smoke like, like they're literally plumbing straight down to the ground like they were just hovering and, and, they're, they're, up they're, and they're, if there was a gi joe episode there would be two uh, parachuting guys next to him because and actually yeah, whenever, everybody bails yeah everybody bails out no, yeah um, they, they were never allowed to show uh the heroes you know getting shot down or dying in the uh show that was actually from the show bible which okay i don't know why i'm like but actually uh so yeah then uh you know these guys are parachuting they're landing in the desert somewhere and on a by iron mountain oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i laughed so hard but like this like this chopper's in trouble i saw the same thing like chopper's <laughs> done like a little they're a little, little tr- they're in a little trouble they're oh, done man dude oh god the insecticons but the insecticons uh, they, they get my guy here man they get sound wave mm. they, they brain they brainwash him dude i'm real i'm real not ha- i'm not having this uh, I don't, I don't that's want this a huge get for them though think about it, it is because he's got similar powers too you know he's like yeah, he he's like he's a he's a force multiplier at this point dude that that was the, the best get they could have gotten and mm-hmm. I, I, the best part about this is um they're in there eating the nova core and growing they're like getting huge by eating this nova power thing Oh, they are okay. Okay, yeah. put a pin. In, put a pin in that because I, I, that I need to address something with that later on. So, oh, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm yeah. I'm not. I'm not at all surprised you have to do anything with that later. But uh, so yeah, Soundwave has like a suction cup. You know, like a old spy things. You put like a suction cup with a wire hanging from your ear. Yeah, it looks like a uh, like a like a stethoscope almost. That you're, yeah, uh, you're he's got in. that yeah, going like, on there. Yeah, like, like a 1960s inside. spy has this. Yeah, and um, I mean, it's like you know, he's. He's doing that, and uh, he realizes what's happening. He's like, "Oh, they're going to betray Megatron." They, they show mm-hmm. up and like, "Hey, look, like we got like, a spine on us," and grab him. And uh, yeah, I think it was like um, uh, Shrapnel grabs him like this. He puts him, him the, he puts him in a full Nelson. He does, and he like just he's it's it's pretty brutal, man. And like hits him with a server shell. By the way, uh, Boo of the Axon Underground.net, um, he um, he found some really cool. Um, art in the Asumbo archive, uh, including what the Cerebro shell is supposed to look like, which is kind of this is pretty brutal looking. Um, oh, yeah. They look like these real round oval, you know, things in the oh, show. Nice. They're supposed to be like these things with like, I don't know, it almost looks like drywall screw um, fronts on them, like you know, fins in the back, and it looks pretty oh, brutal. Wow. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, um, so do you remember when you were a kid, yeah, like in our case here, like 1985, um, like the, the literal year that this was this show was made? Yeah. Um, so it, like your mom or your dad or your grandma or whoever, they, they take your clothes or like your jacket or, or like your, your gym clothes, especially or something like that. Uh, you know, whatever you took to school to change into or whatever. And they would like they, they would like take it and take a marker, not not a Sharpie, mind you, because we didn't have the Sharpies were around back then. The Sharpies were real expensive <laughs> back then. So like I mean, like a magic marker, like the brand like magic marker, like yeah. one of those big smelly ones that, that are like metal. You know, you know the one I'm, you know, stiff, I'm talking yeah. about with the chisel yeah. tip or whatever. They mm-hmm. would take that. And they would write your name on on, on these clothes and like these giant block letters. You know, mm-hmm. they would, you know, they would, you know, like Eddie. You know that, or or you know, like whatever. They'd write it all on all, all of your stuff. So there was a part here where uh, Ironhide was climbing this tower, and uh, the whole thing got shocked with pink light, pink lightning, because like everything mm-hmm. did in the eighties. Because um, I'm pretty sure that regular lightning was pink in the eighties. But his part of his arm armor pops off, and like his parts are labeled with his name in there. Like, so, like, a wheeljack magic markered his name on his. <laughs> I didn't see that. Like, like, watch that now. Like, he's like, a, like, like, wheeljack's like a grandma. That's <laughs> so, awesome. He's like a protective parent. He's like, he's sitting there. All right, Iron Hide, you lost your arm last time. So, I'm gonna, uh, I, isn't there? <laughs> That's so good. His name in there. Look, look at that now. 
Yeah, look, it, look it up and yeah, you look, yeah, just just freeze frame it there. And you yeah. it says Ironhide on on his on his parts. Yeah, Poor I gotta guy. say, I love that stuff. Like you know, you catch that. Uh, Danny, uh, who's in our Discord, he catches a lot of stuff like the uh, like wrong symbols or something colored wrong. It's like this stuff is so full of like errors because they're trying to turn out these episodes so fast. Yeah, there's another um, subtitle uh, thing here where. Um, uh, let's see, I think it was uh yeah, it was like shrapnel or shrapnel goes transform and destroy, destroy, and it's subbed as transform transform and destroy this toy, which is very I, I also saw, I also saw that again. It was too loud and I couldn't hear anything. So I yeah. was like, I was like, this is just funny. So uh so um, yeah, he's like kickbacks like really living up to his name in this episode. He's kicking everything. He's, he's a cool like, dude. Yeah, like yeah, he's the guy who in other episodes he would go like yeah, it does really bad karate sounds. Yeah, they have a big battle here, and somebody calls for the retreat, and uh, I guess Optimus Prime calls for the retreat. But Bumblebee is trying to retreat, so but he transforms. He's hanging out with Spike, and he transforms, <laughs> but he does not give Spike a second to get in. So Spike grabs the door, and B just floors it, and like it drags him away. It's it's like um, it's his like a legs flying punch. up. Where, yeah, he's like holding on to the door frame, and he's like yeah. flapping like a. It's it's like like a half a second long, but I was I I died laughing at that. That was that was very funny. Um, yeah, it was just like yeah, a split second. You see him like his legs flying up over the roof of uh, Bumblebee, and uh, yeah, Bumblebee says something like, "I hate fighting in reverse." Oh, you I hate fighting, in re- I hate fighting in reverse. That's like that's a good yeah. way to. That's a good way to rationalize uh, retreating, r- yeah, running away. So man, they show up to the Iron Mountain base. Dude, I gotta say, first of all, the Iron Mountain base looks like a Decepticon base, like in the middle of nowhere. I thought it was purple steel. I did too. I thought I was like, I was like, oh, they're at the Decepticon. The Decepticon's got a new base. This is real cool. Yeah, well, you can't be good. You can't be purple and be a good guy in the eighties. Purple's a bad guy. And it's got this weird like diamond thing on the top. It's this weirdly shaped. It looks like alien. What? What's it for? What does it do? They have laser computer. They have laser guns built into the rocks. I think it's like um I don't know I get the feeling it's like a, an Area Fifty One kind of thing. It's like is like NORAD uh, or something like that. Like it's like a yeah like a NORAD like kind of defense command or something thing. like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, because they show up to start shooting at this thing, and dude, every mountain has turrets popping out of this thing. It, yeah, it's crazy. They they're they're getting hip to this the stuff kind of thing. They're like, all right, cool. Like, uh, next time we have a really important thing that you know at a base somewhere. We're gonna have turrets everywhere. It's like the secret camera, like rock thing we saw in the uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But the, the the main guys here, though, I guess I guess these guys are like some kind of military high command. Mm-hmm. They have the best panic room of all time. It's like it's like six layers. rings of the like 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 five foot irons just smashes down on top of you. Yeah. Like one ring, two rings, three rings, four rings. Like dude, Jody Foster has nothing on these guys. <laughs> like, like no one is getting into this room. These guys are these, these are the safest dudes on the face of the earth at this point. They're done. Uh, so uh, Spike figures out though that the Insecticons uh, can't digest this stuff. Like they're yeah. they're going to get electrochemical indigestion. Because the uh, the Insecticons have a trilithium stomach, so they're they're one better than Star Trek engines. Um, and if they keep eating stuff, they're gonna blow up. Is the is the big thing here? Like, oh, if they keep eating something, they're gonna blow yeah, up. Yeah, like like I don't know. Bombshell at one point goes, "I'm he's getting I'm getting heartburn. If I had a heart, if I had a that heart. was a weird line, man." Yeah, um, yeah, because that's one of those things. Because when you're a kid, you man, like, did you your 
back in the when we were kids, we got bombarded with heartburn commercials. Yeah. Like, remember how often we saw those things back in the day? I, I thought it was going to be like a huge problem. Like, like, oh, that's a spicy meatball. Remember that? Remember that, it, that commercial? I, I will tell you, and my wife will attest to this. I love hot sauces. I love jalapenos and stuff. And I every time I get a, I get a like the occasional time I get like a Whataburger, I'm getting like a jalapeno cheese, whatever. I go to get a sub from Publix, I'm getting jalapenos on it. I go anywhere, I want jalapenos or I want hot sauce on it. And I have the worst heartburn. So I'm like, I wake up at 3 a.m. going, that was a mistake. But I do it the next day because I love it so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so you just don't, you don't know, you don't know any better. You don't know how to stop, right? Yeah, the dude is. I'm, I think there's like there's like crack and jalapeno. I don't I don't get it, but it's jalapenos so are real good. Um, yeah, they're really I'm a good, fan. especially like the 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 cooked ones, like the grilled ones. Oh, also dude, also jalapeno good. poppers. Oh, so mm. good, also good. Um, yeah. Anyways, they, 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 yeah, they do another they, they do another one of these bumpers, and it's for like half a second for like Optimus Prime to just say something like "Hey guys," and then like oh my god, stop with these bumpers. This is terrible. But Soundwave is making Pink Lightning from his hands now. I don't know where this came from. I don't know what he's doing. He's with Pink Lightning Power. He's just downloading stuff. I think I don't. I don't. I don't understand what he's doing here. So I um, gotta ask though, real quick. Um, why is Starscream holding a laser pistol? Did you see this? He's like holding a pistol. He's got guns on his arms. He's holding a pistol. Man, you know, he's sometimes you gotta have a, a an auxiliary weapon, a backup weapon. I guess so, man. Um. So yeah. Also, this whole thing happened. Uh, the you know, Autobots are there, and they they uh, they're they're fighting, and they're like I, I think I can't remember who it was. Uh, shot like um you know the rock formation that fell and fell on top of like Hound and Inferno, and uh, I can't remember who else was there under the whole thing. But dude, Hound starts fat shaming Inferno immediately. Like yeah, underneath two two tons of Inferno, two tons of Inferno, and I'm like, dude, a fire truck weighs a lot more than two tons. Well, yeah, there's that, but like I mean, it's like he's just like more than two tons. So, come on, uh, Hound, don't don't be like that. Yeah, it's messed up, dude. Be a dude. Come on, don't be like that. Yeah, man. You know, you know, you don't. Yeah, you don't call your friends fat. Like, yeah, it's not, not cool. Not cool. You um, say, hey, man, you're like you're a little husky, huh? <laughs> dude, the Insecticons just constantly rebel and all this. So they're essentially they they do the same role for the Insecticons uh, that the uh, auto, the the Dinobots do for the Autobots. Yeah, but like essentially, the the Autobots figure out how to how to how to fix this and and and, and you know train it out of them or whatever. But like, dude, why does Megatron? keep these guys even around at all why do they even keep wearing the decepticon they have no interest in being decepticons yeah they're like they're like a like a rogue uh band of the and the uh, decepticons they're still they're like their own thing though they're like they're, they're like they're only they're only associated because they're bad guys it's like it's like in wrestling when you see like like just they randomly team up two bad guys because they, they just happen to both be like rule breakers they don't, they don't know each other they just happen to hang out like, yeah there's they're like the heels of the decepticons but they're, they're really... they, they are in the heels. These guys are these guys are way worse. This is like like randomly like okay, we're gonna team up um like Big Boss Man and <laughs> like Ric Flair. Like like these are the two guys are gonna team up tonight. Why are they teaming up? They don't, even, they don't they don't like each other. Yeah, like they're not friends. Like this is silly. Um, yeah. I mean, are you know? You, well, they're actually they have their own like really good uses. So I mean, they're they're the uh, Megatron needs them sometimes. And sometimes not. But I mean, you would think that, you know, like Megatron was like demands loyalty. He's like a, you know, he's like a, a rule with an iron fist type guy. So you yeah. think that he would, you know, he would try to rein these guys in more or something like that. Or like use well, like, you know, you know, I mean, I don't know. This is, I don't know, well, man. Well, you, you look at it that way, but look at the, the fact that his, uh, his number two, like if, if Megatron trips and falls, Starscream's taking leadership. So his number two doesn't even really demand that much loyalty. See, but like that's the thing. It's like I think because he knows how amb ambitious Starscream is, he keeps him that close 
to keep a closer, you know, to keep a closer eye on him because he, because he knows that, you know, he's just stabbing the back of the minute. Like, okay. I don't know, if, if I, if I know where you, I know where you are, what you're doing, I can, I can, you know, all right, you better control over him or whatever. But like, so right, they, I'll go with you. They, they develop an antidote for this, uh, for this stuff. Cause they're afraid that the, uh, the Insecticons are going to explode and blow up the entire blow up I, I don't know why they're concerned that they're going to blow up like let them sure let them blow up they don't, well, they, they don't want to blow up inside of like like iron mountain and blow up all this stuff they don't want to kill any humans or whatever but uh whatever's in iron mountain what dude where did ratchet just pops up i got the antidotes for you who even like started him on this he just he shows made three. up like he made exactly this? he made exactly three yeah exactly three Mm-hmm. um well i mean you know what what if they made their little clones you know like they make clones of themselves the insecticons what if they made clones and they're all nova powered and they all blow up and they're, they're like they're, they're <laughs> I, taking on well, sorry only made West. i only made three yeah oh well, it's good but they're so big though um don't worry i'm looking at my notes here did you notice like Soundwave is in there he's got this whole perspective thing he's typing up like this and it's like mm-hmm. it's on his his fist looks huge because this whole perspective thing he looks small the Insidicons are towering over him behind him. He's like typing on his Nintendo Power Glove like this as he's typing up. It, it looks... That was, was a pretty cool last scene. Yeah, it's a neat shot. I thought it was like really screwed up because of how big the Insecticons were, but they're, he's, they're supposed to be that big, which you see coming up here. So, yeah, right. So there's a big there's a big scuffle here. And um, yeah. Optimus Prime like basically demands that Megatron transforms into gun mode so he can shoot these antidotes out of him. Why does he need Megatron for this? Why couldn't he just use his own gun for it or throw them at them? This like, is a really weird scene, too. He's like, Megatron, you've got to transform into gun mode. And uh, he's like, Megatron's fighting him. And then Optimus Prime picks him up like like his 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 darling and then folds him and transforms into his arms. It was this weird scene. Yeah, that was, yeah, this, that was super, that was bizarre. That, that was, was real bizarre. It was, right? it, was like, it was like tender for a moment. Then he starts transforming like he has a toy. And <laughs> this is an ad for the toy, dude. You gotta like, like, look, man, Optimus Prime can transform him. You can transform him too, all right? Yeah. Maybe Megatron sales were lagging because he's just such a terrible toy. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so I in my notes here, so Optimus Prime is shooting he's like basically front loading the antidote into Megatron and shooting him yeah. in gun mode and hitting the insecticons. And I was like, why are they shrinking? I completely missed the part where they were getting giant. I had no idea they were getting giant. Um, so th- yeah. yeah, that I'm glad you said that earlier. Cause this made this entire episode make a lot more sense. And I don't have any, I don't even have any jokes anymore. My jokes are just shut oh, down. It's done. Well, Bombshell, well Bombshell gets hit first and he's like, he's, he gets shy. He goes, ah, I'm shrinking. And it's like, I'm melting. it was very very wizard of oz it was pretty funny yeah yeah Uh, um so yeah this whole fight goes on but they don't get like shrapnel is the last one he's like he's starting like he's arcing with all the pink lightning and stuff spike does this whole thing where he jumps rolls grabs the vial climbs up shrapnel they're all watching him by the way climbs up there opens his front hatch by the way opens this front hatch right uh here oh it was an actual thing on the toy yeah Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, that's really handy. That, that's really handy that every uh, every auto robot has a uh, a hatch you can open up to access their really sensitive pieces. Yeah, right. Uh, and Seticons do, and uh, Dinobots do, but you know, anyway, everybody does. Everybody, everybody has one of those things. To, to um, point, but, but um, yeah. So there's uh there's this whole thing where he jumps and throws it in there, and he runs off. You think like, oh, he saved the day. Well, kind of. It's still he still blows up. You see pieces of shrapnel everywhere. That was real cool. He was like uh like Empire Strikes Back uh, C three PO. Here, he was really totally was. blown up into a bazillion pieces. Um, there was a, you know, there was a part here though where, um, when uh, Optimus Prime is going to shoot at Kickback, 
And okay, so we've established that Megatron cannot remember anyone's name. He does not care about anyone's name. Optimus Prime knows Kickback's name. And you know what? I don't know that they've ever interacted up to this point, period, at any point in the show. And all I'm saying is that this is how you be a leader. This is a like, power move. He knows everybody's name. He knows because like uh, let me tell you, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story here. Um, you know, like years ago, this is probably about like eight years ago, I started a new job. And um it was like like my third or fourth day of training and uh i, I was um uh i think i was just out of training or something or maybe i was still in training i had only i hadn't even been there for two weeks yet so i'm, I'm going to a uh for lunch i went over to a pizza place to get a uh to get a sub I'm, I'm walking in and a dude goes hey man hey ed how's it going I'm like it's going pretty well man he's all like all right how's everything going? I'm like, it's going great. And he's like, man, it's good to see you. I was like, he's like, I'll let you get back to go enjoy your lunch. I'm like, thanks a lot. And, and I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. I figured it was somebody I met through my wife. And, um, next day I'm, uh, I'm working and, um, I see that dude walking around the office and I was like, Oh, and I'm like, turn to my coworker. I'm like, who is that dude walking around over there? It's like, what dude? I'm like, that dude right there with the, the glasses and that guy over there walking around. He's all like, like right there, and I was like, "Yeah, who is that guy?" He he said hello to me at the uh, at the pizza place the other day, and he was like, "That's the CEO and the owner of the company." And I was like, <laughs> "How does he know who I am?" And uh, and but this dude just went out of his way to learn everybody's name, very much like Optimus Prime. Dude yeah. committed every employee's name to memory, and see that's 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 how you get loyalty. I still work there. That's how you get loyalty. So yeah, well, uh, but then again, you know, like I, I have, uh, you know, my job, I have like 150 accounts and I've got to learn on these people and their accounts are changing out. So it's hard for me to do it, but I always try to do it. But, you know, mm-hmm. the guy to know who you were first day, that's pretty strong, man. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, especially uh, yeah. The, like, com- I have a hard time with common names. I can't remember. If you tell me your name is like John, like I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to remember it. But if your name is like Fleming, then I'm like, oh, well, that's <laughs> Fleming. I know that dude. Well, yeah, I, I was actually going to change my name to that thing, so I kind of ruined it. Um, I remember your name a lot better if you do. Um, yeah. So it, <laughs> that was that was the end. Of, that was the end of the episode. Well, we get we get a dumb joke at the end. We get this uh, thing where like, oh, I guess the Decepticons are really going to bug Megatron. In <laughs> <laughs> Optus, well, there's a, before this happens, a shrapnel explodes. Yeah, said, but Bombshell shoots a beam that starts pulling shrapnel back together. He is us and Decepticons know how to get it together. <laughs> ah, he's, he's the bad guys and the good guys got a got a got a dad yeah. joke. This but the bad. best part of this la- the last like lame joke stance, they're all laughing, and Optimus Prime is doing this like ah in the background. Yeah, it's so bad. He's like doing weird jazz hands like above everyone. Like he's huge. I don't know. It was weird in the episode. Honestly, it was a filler episode, but I had a lot of fun with it. It was just kind of weird silliness. <laughs> So yeah, jazz hands operas in the back, and uh, that's how the end episode ends. And you know, honestly, I'll tell you, it was a um, it was a fun episode. It was nothing nothing bad about it. Insecticons doing stuff was kind of fun, and I really like how they uh, used the Insecticon syndrome in this because the China syndrome was a big movie, you know, in the in the eighties. Syndromes were a big, you know, uh, scary word. But anyways, uh, so what do you think, man? Uh, it was fine. Um, you know, we, we got Beachcomber, uh, which was cool, but then like he just went away and didn't do anything else in the rest of the episode. It was like Optimus Prime showed up, and then nobody cared anymore about Beachcomber. And um, uh, we, we got the we got the Decepticons, and that was cool. We'll see them, send them back. Um, 
I mean, I can't call this one bad at all. It's just kind of, it's just kind of middle of the road, man. Um, it was, which uh, to be honest, seems kind of the standard for a lot of the season two ones. Um, mm-hmm. and nothing like you know was egregiously bad or anything like that. It was, it was fine. Um, so for both kid brain and adult brain, I'm going to go two muscle figures that I both owned and also did not buy as an adult uh, out of five. Maybe nice. maybe the guy that was had his arms up that said had a t-shirt that said Texas. That was one of that was my favorite muscle figure. <laughs> um yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was fine. Uh, you know, speaking of uh, although although um speaking of real world factors that crept into the episode. Um so uh the guy that we referenced earlier that wrote that did the theme song, uh Ford Kinder, Clifford mm-hmm. Kinder, actually. Um uh, in addition to being a, a composer and uh, for all these TV shows, dude uh, is now a medical doctor in Miami, and Whoa. he specializes in HIV and AIDS research. That's really very cool. topical to the uh, to 1985. Nice, very, very, very cool. Yeah, um, you know there was actually a huge need for that back there in '85. Um, you know, '80s were crazy. You know, yeah. maybe people like um, you know, are like for instance, Trigger, who uh, who's in in the uh, in the. Discord. Discord. Thank you. Yes. It may be too young to realize what we went through in the uh, in the eighties because it was like it was horrible. You know, crack and HIV were huge. And oh yeah. We oh, heard yeah. about it every time we turned around. Yeah. Um. So you know, it was it's very topical. Um. And so you know, nowadays it's you know it's gotten to so honestly, where I understand they uh, they, they have uh, gotten to the point where it's um almost negligible like the effects of it. So it could be part of Ford's uh, research could have led to that. Uh, so hmm. all cool, man. Nice. Uh, hear that. Yeah. But well, uh, right. yeah. uh so I'll, I'll say man um I was I was kind of looking forward to this because I completely forgot this episode. I hadn't watched this episode in god so many years. Um it was fine. I actually liked for the uh, the environmental science part of it. Um speaking about um you know, the redwoods and you know conservation and stuff that was really cool. Um honestly the weirdness of this episode and this it the throwaway you know, you know I guess filler episode that it was there could be worse filler episodes. So, you know, man, I'll have to give this uh, two and a half Insecticons out of five, only because half because Trenton was on the ground in pieces. Um, yeah, I mean, really, nothing wrong with it. It was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah. you know, Day of the Machines is going to be a really good episode coming up here soon. And uh, we're um, pretty much like a, I'm getting towards a third into the, uh, into the season two. Close. I don't know not not too far off anyways uh so yeah i'm closing here with uh saying like everyone thanks for being here checking us out listening every week um you know we, uh, my background behind me may change in the next week or two as we move things around my house and hopefully ed you get your your office back in order man um i'm gonna have on this in this uh youtube i'm gonna have a lot of like old gifts and clips i'm gonna put some of the um the art from the symbol archive which I am going to have uh, all the stuff on the guy for the Sunbar Archive on the show notes. So, you know, help him out if you can. Um, so you're going to see a lot of stuff, but put it into the YouTube video. So you don't watch this on YouTube, check it out. You might get some more input uh, and more, uh, I guess, um, I guess preliminary stuff for the episode, including apparently they were supposed to have some kind of like oil sauna in the hive where the Insecticons hang out. They cut from the episode. Um, there's lots of stuff that was uh, really kind of left out. Like the um, the actually the Iron Mountain base originally looked a lot like Jabba's palace. They changed it yeah. like last second, redrew it. 
So a lot of cool stuff like that. That's uh, coming from the Sunbow Archive. If you like the stuff, check out his page. And um, I will, like I said, put all it in the show notes. Uh, thanks a lot, for, Boo, for getting all this stuff together and uh, putting it in, uh, getting us gifts for the episode that we put in that. Um, check out the Discord, guys. Uh, if you want to talk to us, hang out. We have a small community there. It's pretty cool. We're pretty much regularly in there. Although I, I admit I have a little lower key here like last week or two just because, you know, trip and all that. But um, anyways, man, uh, I'll leave it there. Do you want to leave us with anything this week, sir? Uh, yeah, yeah. first of all, um, yeah, I want to say thanks a lot to Zab for uh, filling in last week. Um, I had some unfortunate uh, business I had to take care of, um, and I was really not in any state to be uh, to be funny. Not that I'm funny anyway, but uh, but yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, that was a cool episode. I love Gundam, and it was cool. Uh, it was cool getting to listen to that. Dude, um, that uh, as far as quote. What's up? Oh, there was an hour and a half. We could have talked. Me and me and Zab could have talked for three or four hours about Gundam. I had to stop it. Like, okay, we gotta that's, cut it there. That's awesome. And there's that that that, that mythos is so rich. Dude, with, there's uh, so there's so much there's so much yeah. going on in Gundam, and uh, and yeah. I, I love some of it. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, no quotes though. I have nothing but contempt for this court. Uh, from the Transformers of the movie 1986. That's oh, is that what it's from? Okay. I can't wait till you see the Quintessons. They are this robotic elderly horror thing, which is fantastic. Dude, you guys keep building this up, and I like I'm, I'm finally gonna see this movie after wait, dude, like, come on. years. I'm gonna be like, ah, I don't know, man. Jay who loves this thing, he wants to be part of this too. He's gonna be, he's gonna know, he's gonna be on, on the Oh movie. man, I cannot wait till we get the Transformers of the movie because you have Judd Nelson, you have uh Robert Stack, you have uh you Robert have Stack? No, really Robert Stack. Yeah. He's no in kidding. It. Leonard Nimoy, Orson Welles. Yeah, I knew about Orson. I knew about Orson Welles. I don't know about yeah. Leonard Nimoy. Who's, yeah, what yeah. Is, who's Leonard Nimoy? What is, who does he do? Leonard Nimoy well, plays uh, Galvatron, the re- reformed version of Megatron. But that's a little spoiler for you. But um, we'll, we'll get there. But uh, yeah, man, honestly, top-notch animation, really fun, dude. Um, Eric Idle's in there. Song by Weird Al is in that. There's oh, some yeah. great '80s glam rock in that, which is so good. Yeah, so good. All right, we gotta make it through. We gotta trudge through season two, and we'll get there. All right, all All right, all right, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for being here this week, and we will catch you next time. All right, roll out. Yeah.
Or the Meets These Guys podcast is performed by Evan Johns and Ed Strickland. Research is done by Evan Johns, Ed Strickland, and with special research help from Boo of the AxelonUnderground.net. Graphics and images in the video portion are created for the podcast exclusively by C. Hooper. Special thanks to everyone who makes this podcast more enjoyable every week.